Hello and welcome to Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. My name is Lucia Benavides, and today we're talking about places across Barcelona and Catalonia that have reached international fame through social media. Many of you may have heard the term Instagrammable, which refers to places that are so beautiful or unique, they'd make for a perfect Instagram photo. As a result, these spots sometimes become famous on social media, drawing hundreds or thousands of travelers, who mostly just want to take a photo there. Of course, there have always been places for tourists to pose in front of. The difference is, now, social media can reach millions of people in a matter of seconds. Today, we will talk about how these new platforms have affected well-known places and off-the-grid spots in Barcelona and Catalonia. We'll visit churrerias, bakeries, food markets, hills with panoramic views. Joining me on the show are reporters Lea Belayeva. Hi, Lea. Hi. And Emma Monros. Hi. So, as a millennial, I can't say that I know or use TikTok that well, I don't know about you guys. Lea, do you use TikTok? No, I don't have TikTok. Okay, so Emma, I think being the Generation Z person here, you're going to be our TikTok go-to person. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> so can you tell me what's trending right now on Barcelona TikTok? So mostly what I've seen through TikTok is um, people trying to show uh, what are the best places to go that are free. So free places to discover and also uh, what to do this weekend in Barcelona. Similar to our Catalan news guide that we do every week, uh, people do it through TikTok. So just more or less the same content, but through different platforms. And these are people that live here or are they um, news outlets? Is it kind of a range of accounts? Um, it depends. Most of them are influencers that, you know, are based on travel content and content here in Barcelona, um, but sometimes it's also news outlets. Okay, so a little bit of everything. Exactly. Okay, um, and I understand there are also businesses that use TikTok to get more customers to attract people to go to their places. Is this true? Yeah, I, so actually I did read about uh, one place that has become very famous on TikTok, which is the Churreria Al Puente uh, in uh, El Sencans. And it's considered the most famous churreria on TikTok. And the owner uses the app to attract customers, and he makes videos of how churros are made. He reacts to other people making churros, and uh, everyday life in general. And also, it's a place that has been in the hands of the same family for generations. So it's people that have had a business for a long time that are kind of re-envisioning how to... Uh, how to get new customers, how to get new people. Exactly. So actually, that is that is a common strategy in the, in the modern times that we live in, that it's uh, it's people who have been in the business for generations, but they have to adapt their uh, strategy to the reality which we live in. Makes sense, yeah. So Emma, you talked to some businesses about how they're using social media. Let's hear what you found out. It is no secret that social media has become really important when it comes to finding ideas for trips or weekend plans, but also to promote one's business. 
and in Catalonia both these things go hand in hand because according to El Economista, the tourism industry accounts for 12% of the Catalan GDP. Oima is a Napolitan sandwich shop in the center of Barcelona founded by Emanuele and Christian. They started their business just a year ago and they knew right away that social media was just as important as their sandwiches. We curate our social media profile a lot and since the beginning we have taken into account that it is something we have to do because through social media and food bloggers a lot of people come by and want to try our sandwiches. They know their location plays an important role, but their 12,000 followers on Instagram are just as essential. That's Juan Alpuente's take as well. He's the owner of the Churreria Alpuente near Barcelona's Ancans. He's also an influencer with more than 508,000 followers on TikTok and 36,000 on Instagram. He says things have changed drastically after he made his social media debut. My sales have increased a little thanks to my TikTok popularity and social media presence because it lets my churreria reach people from all around the world. And although he has benefited from his TikTok profile, this was not his initial goal. At first, he was only uploading videos to show off his everyday life at the churreria. I had the idea to start making videos during the pandemic, when I had a lot of free time. I downloaded TikTok and spruced up my Instagram a bit more. And I saw videos and I thought, why not post things I do in the churreria? I also post about my day-to-day -day life there, and little by little, I started to create videos that went viral. Some of them have a lot of views, and little by little, I started to appear everywhere. Travel bloggers and food bloggers trends listing, quote, places you need to visit or restaurants you cannot miss target both local and tourists, marketing their videos as the discovery of the city's secret spots. The thing is, if it is online and millions of people have already seen the post, that place is likely not so secret anymore. Thank you, Emma, for that. So if you're like Emma, maybe you've seen TikTok videos of influencers creating content in Barcelona, or if you're more like Lea and I, you may have read recent articles about how TikTok is attracting tourists, but this isn't a new phenomenon. I mean, there's Instagram, which has been around for over a decade, and YouTube, which has been around for even longer. It's not just TikTok that's bringing new people in, social media in general has done that for a number of years now. Yeah, and even before social media, there's an abundance of, uh, of examples of places that became huge uh, among tourists. Before social media, well, people, they would read tourist books, guidebooks, uh, travel magazines. So that was, uh, so the travel magazines were the, the, the TikTok uh, of, that, of that era. <laughs> right. And I guess they focused mostly on places that were in the city center. Exactly. And one of these places uh, is La Boqueria, the, the market uh, that is in the center of the city of Barcelona. Yeah, I actually went to La Boqueria this weekend. Coincidentally, I happened to be around there um, and I thought it was interesting because, you know, as we all know, there are food markets in every neighborhood and I'm familiar with the one in my neighborhood and it was so different. It was clearly catered to tourists. I mean, there were travel size 
sangria bottles with like tiny hats with the Spanish flag. Um, also, some vendors just talked to me directly in English as opposed to Catalan or Spanish. So assuming I was a tourist and didn't speak the local languages. Yeah, actually, I've also experienced that where they address to you directly in English, but not only in La Boqueria, in other places as well. But going back to La Boqueria, there's a transformation towards uh, the same products to sell and a lack of uniqueness, I think. So, Leah, maybe you saw that as well when you went to report on this? Yeah, and I actually talked to some vendors about it. Let's hear what they said. La Boqueria is not only the most famous market in Barcelona, it's actually also the oldest and biggest food market in all of Catalonia. Located in the middle of Las Ramblas, it has been on the top of many travelers and tourist lists when, when visiting Barcelona. And it's understandable. Who doesn't want to visit a food market with a rich history and experience the vibrant colors and southern European atmosphere? And I just love all of the beautiful foods um, that, you know, I've, I've not seen before. And um, all of the um, meats and the cases and then also the little carry-out options. Um, it's all so beautiful. Throughout time, La Boqueria has undergone a transformation. From being a market where locals could buy their groceries in the traditional stalls, or the Tota La Vida, how you say in Catalan, to becoming a market dominated by tourists. I find, I think that locals mostly don't come here for just like daily life. That's what I, it's my opinion. I find it's more like touristic area. It's more for tourists, like us. When walking through the market on a regular Friday afternoon, it is clear to see that more than half of the visitors are tourists and that the vendors have adapted their sales to foreign customers. When you look around, you see vendors selling cones of jamón ibérico, freshly squeezed juices, and trays of perfectly cut pieces of fruit. Right next to the cones, of course, signs in English. Fresh juice, We've always sold bunyols. Now they're just displayed in a more appealing way, he explains. That way, anyone who is tempted can try one of our traditional products. This is the reality of La Boqueria in 2023. So we know that tourists have been flocking to certain hotspots long before the internet, but social media has had a huge impact even before TikTok. Exactly. Through people posting photos on Instagram and using hashtag AlsBunkers went from a local spot to a popular tourist place to see Barcelona's skyline while the sun sets. Um, the spot also has a 360 view on the city, so you can see the sea and also the Coiserola mountain. So it's, it's actually a really nice spot. But residents have been complaining for years about the noise and the crowd that gathers there every night. So in May, the town hall decided to close access to all bunkers before the sun sets and then reopen in the morning, which is when it was the most visited. I see. Okay. 
And if I can just add something, the authorities said in September that they would not be charging an extra an extra entrance fee like they did in uh, in Parguel. It would be totally off the table. Instead, what they wanted to work on was the the perception of the place of of Felsbunker, from a party place to a place uh, of great historical and cultural meaning. Because I understand a lot of people go and bring beer and kind of things get wild there. Exactly. The biggest, uh, the biggest problem, one of the biggest complaints that, uh, that the residents have had is that the whole area has been turned into a big party. Um, and then the littering as well, of course. So that has, uh, that has been the, the, the big motivations to change um, what is going on. So, Leah, you went there recently. Yeah, I did, but I went during the day, so it was actually nice and quiet. Okay, well, let's hear what you found when you went. TikTok is one of the social media platforms that has fueled the popularity. While exploring the site on a calm Friday afternoon, Luke, a student from Miami, explains what type of bunker-related content he saw on TikTok before visiting. I just saw a few videos, um, just people saying this is a great view spot for views. I think I saw a lot of people saying to go watch the sunset. I didn't, it's the middle of the day, I didn't come for the sunset, but um, I did see this uh, park and this uh, view a lot on TikTok. But why is TikTok so popular for travel recommendations? For Luke, the information he finds on the platform is, in his own words, more real. Um, so most of the information I find nowadays, I do use TikTok. Um, just because there's so many people posting their perspectives and you hear a, a testimony directly from someone's voice rather than reviews online on Google or another platform. You know, you get to see like video content of the actual location more than just like select snapshots. So you see a more true view of what you're going to visit or whatnot. So for Anna from Australia, who's also visiting Els Bunkers for the first time, uses Instagram to find hidden gems when traveling. Um, sometimes people will say like how easy it was to get there, how long it took, they'll kind of give you all the information. Um, and some of the like Instagram pages that I follow is like Secret London or things like that, and they'll kind of show you like hidden unique things which are a bit different from like all the tourist attractions. With social media becoming increasingly more popular when looking for travel recommendations, it is likely that more local places in Barcelona will transform into yet another tourist attraction. Only time will tell. So it's impossible to talk about the impact of social media on Barcelona without also talking about tourism. These are places that all of a sudden can get an influx of people from all over the world, sometimes completely overrunning locals. What did y'all find while reporting on this? Okay, so from my experience, as I was more focused on businesses and the impact it has on those, I realized that locals don't complain so much on that aspect um, because it actually also makes businesses around them better or they can easily find places they would like on the other hand, some locals are also complaining because more traditional spots and businesses are disappearing to make space for international businesses. Kind of like chain stores, I guess, things you can find anywhere in the world. Yeah, and another example of that, and that is not specifically the, the tourists' fault, if we can talk about fault. It is actually the model of food markets like Boqueria that uh, has changed the shopping habits of customers in general. 
So over the past 10 to 15 years, many of the Barcelona food markets have been renovated. And these renovations have often included big supermarket chains that are either located next to the market or uh, are actually a part of the market. And the consequence is that instead of going to the individual stands at the food market, people, they go to the supermarket to buy everything at once. Right. And actually, that reminds me, one of the vendors I talked to, um, she was a butcher and she said that she still gets locals to come and buy meat from her, but that sometimes they ask her where they can get basic things like lettuce or potatoes, just to give you an idea of how some of the things that are needed by the locals sometimes aren't there. So they're not adaptable to locals, but maybe for tourists. Yeah, exactly. And because of that, a lot of locals have been protesting, not just because social media, their protests have been here for a long time, feeling that their spaces in the city have been reduced to make more place for tourists and not for residents. It's time now for Catalan Phrase of the Week. What have y'all got for me? This week, the phrase is Una imatge val més que mil paraules. All right. Una imatge val més que mil paraules. It sounds like it's the very same phrase as in English, right? Exactly. So one image is worth more than a thousand words. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. One photo. <laughs> one photo is worth more than a thousand words. It's the same idea, right? Okay, well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you, Leah and Emma, for your reporting. And thank you to everyone who spoke to us about this topic. We'll be back next Saturday with another episode of Filling the Sink. In the meantime, you can catch us on social media, very fitting for this episode's theme, or email us at fillingthesink at acn.cat. On behalf of the entire team here at Catalan News, I'm Lucia Benavides, wishing you a wonderful weekend. Goodbye, ciao, adeu.